Hey Wizards fans, Zach Rosen here with WashingtonWizards.com. Before we get to another episode of Off the Bench talking about Rui Hachimura and the FIBA World Cup in China, uh, we want to remind you that this podcast is powered by BioFreeze, the official topical reliever of the Washington Wizards. BioFreeze offers fast-acting, long-lasting, powerful pain relief to help you feel no limits. BioFreeze can be found at your local retailer as well as online. All right, Zach Rosen here with Jacob Raymond, Chris Gehring, WashingtonWizards.com, Off the Bench podcast. Guys, we just got done watching Rui Hachimura uh, and Team Japan get, you know, didn't play the best against Team USA. Can't really blame them. I don't think they had expectations to win this game by any means going into it. Uh, Final score, 98-45, Team USA. Uh, But we've been watching Rui all week uh, out in Shanghai in Group E. They played against Turkey, Czech Republic, and the USA. Uh, It's been an interesting tournament overall, some upsets. Um, Unfortunately, Japan wasn't able to put together one of those upsets. But I think people have noticed Rui a lot. Um, So I just want to get, you know, your thoughts about him, uh, the the World Cup in general, and then we've got some other stuff to get to as well. So I think that... Um, for a number of reasons, this this setting could be considered more difficult for Rui than an NBA setting. One, um, let's face it, the talent level around him with the um, with uh, Team Japan is not particularly high. He's got one one guy on a two way deal in Yuta Watanabe, and I think that Yuta acquitted himself well. But that's the second best player on the team, and then um, and the rest of them are not NBA players, and you're playing against a couple of teams that um, have significantly more international experience in Turkey, the Czechs, obviously our old friend Sato there, and, of course, the big bad United States, um, who I can now resume rooting for. Um, uh, He's going to get double-teamed every time he touches the ball, and once he gets back together at the NBA level, even if the overall talent level in the NBA is higher, he's not going to get doubled at the NBA level. He's going to get all one-on-one matchups. Um, and so he, I thought considering that and considering he was the focal point of everything, uh, he acquitted himself extraordinarily well, um, had a couple of high scoring games, obviously against the United States, despite one incredible highlight reel dunk over miles Turner. It was a struggle for the entire Japanese team, but, um, I was impressed with Rui and, um, I'm, 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 I was happy to see the way he acquitted himself at the international level. Yeah. It's definitely important to note that when, it's just like when guys come out of college from big programs where they get a lot of attention and maybe the, the, the philosophy on offense is different and they just face more – they face tougher defensive looks in college because they're more of a focal point. A lot of times guys come to the NBA and, and get better pretty quickly, and it's because they're playing with a higher level of talent around them. The floor is wider. There's more space uh, – well, theoretically wider. And so – I think Rui is going to find himself in a similar situation once he gets to the Wizards. When you play with guys like Bradley Beal, obviously he will not be the center of attention when he's on the floor with some of the other guys on this team. Um, but with Japan, he is, and I think you know when you ask Tommy Shepard probably about it, he'll he'll probably say that's good experience. Tommy's been in China watching um, and following along, and I think that that's good experience for Rui as as a young player as he's continuing to grow. Um, but he's been efficient. He was, I think, 10 of 12 from the field against the Czech Republic. He's done well getting to the line. He's he's used those double teams to create opportunities to, to get points out of possessions, which has been a little bit tough for Japan, and they are still 
admittedly in kind of the infant stages of their basketball program as a nation. Um, they're probably, if not the lowest ranked team in like the FIBA world rankings, they're close. Um, so this was going to be an uphill battle for them the whole way. And, and they knew that, but I think they've, they've shown some growth. They've played hard. They've played well. And, and Rui as the leader, knowing what, what he was up against, I think has done really well. I think going back to mini camp and summer camp, uh, summer league, summer camp, uh, I, I didn't expect Rui to be this athletic for some reason. Um, I think a lot of his Gonzaga highlights, you see some athletic plays, but it was a different system. Yeah. It was a team style, but with Japan, he is like playing almost the NBA style. Um, but yeah, you see when he goes one-on-one, he basically scores or gets fouled almost 70% of the time in this tournament. So I, I think he played well. I mean, he looked like he belonged. I mean, even against the U.S., he... He held his own. It, he didn't have a lot of opportunities, and I think he was a little scared. I don't blame him. <laughs> like, yeah. you're going up. A lot of people, you know, have been uh, hating on this USA team. They still have multiple all-stars, like some of the best young players in the world on their team. And even though Tatum and Smart didn't play today, it was still a really difficult matchup. Um, but overall, I, I, I thought he played well. Some of the other things I found interested in this tournament is that the coach is Argentinian on Team Japan and yeah. his whole coaching staff, so they're speaking like Spanish, Japanese, and English. We haven't even talked about uh, all the content we've had in Japan, kind of getting the ins and outs of what's going on there. The fans, uh, we have a, a Wizards digital correspondent out there and a crew uh, helping us, a video crew. Um, but it's been a really cool experience for us. I think we knew about the magnitude of Japan after draft night, but now really seeing the passion uh, for the sport out there um, and the digital as well, like a very digital country. Yeah. Um, very Twitter forward. Yeah. So uh, it's it's been interesting. Um, there's been a few other upsets in this tournament. Uh, Brazil. Yeah, let's talk about the fact that Brazil's coach uh, <laughs> claims that he has the secret recipe to stopping Giannis. And then held him to seven points. Yeah, Rosen as a good news. former Bucks fan. I'm not really sure. I didn't watch the game or anything, but Brazil's just like a veteran team. And I don't know if you've seen Greece play. I, we watched them for a few minutes today. They just don't have a ton of rhythm. Yeah. It's just like Giannis, Giannis. I don't blame him. He's one of the best players in the in the world. Uh, but besides that, and then you have like Dominican Republic upset Germany, who uh, Mo Wagner and uh, Isaac Bonga did not make the squad, but. Clearly, I don't know if they would have helped, but that was a crazy upset. Um, Serbia looks unbelievable with Jokic, Bogdanovic, Boban. Um, so they've been they've been great to would watch. Would you say that uh, Serbia USA is the likelihood for the final right I now? I think Serbia is the best team right now, like overall. Yeah, Serbia looks so good. Their size is so difficult to deal with. And Chemistry. The other thing I was going to mention too that goes right along with this is the 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 physicality of this tournament is so different from the NBA. The officiating is just different. Um, what qualifies as a foul? Um, some yeah, of the, the, some um, of the international the rules of the, are different. At the end of the USA-Turkey game, the intentional foul they called right. on Joe Harris, You know, obviously there was no malintent to it. Joe Harris was just trying to foul mm-hmm. um, to put his man on the free throw line with 10 seconds to go in the game. But because the guy released the ball right before Harris fouled, they called it an intentional foul. That would never have been an intentional foul at the NBA right. level. It's just a common foul. Yeah, so there's just things to get used to. Um, and, and Serbia, obviously, like you said, they have a ton of international experience playing together with these rules, with the basketball. There were some r- reports coming out of the, the USA camp that the difference between the NBA ball and the international ball is pretty noticeable. Like, 
like to the point where they really had to work on shooting with it, getting used to the feel, all that stuff. And so uh, the game is just different. And, and if you look throughout history, when you know Team USA, for example, has been in these international tournaments with all of these star-studded rosters all the time, um, they still always come up against one or two matchups that are really difficult for whatever reason. The environment is different. They're in a different country. The ball's different. The rules are slightly different. Um, and it's all good experience for these guys. And it's been really interesting to watch them play. I mean, the, the, the way that that Turkey game ended, um, the United States should not have won that game. Well, four missed free throws consecutively. Yeah. It it's, it's, they it shouldn't rough. have won, but it's, it just goes to show you that the, envi- the difference in environment, the slight differences in the game, the international game, they're always a challenge for these, for these NBA players who have played in the States their entire lives. The, uh, there's also mentioning like the different rules. In the end of that Brazil-Greece game, Bruno Caboclo on Brazil – hit the ball it was like a it would have been a goal ten in the NBA right. but you can basically knock the ball off the rim in international play and it was a free throw and he just knocked the ball off to win the game which is just an absurd play that shouldn't be legal in any like it's not like we're playing slam ball like yeah. you shouldn't be able to just go and take the ball off the rim but you know if you know the rules you take advantage of the loophole yeah. uh so yeah no I think U.S. Serbia we're gonna see the U.S. play Greece in the second round now and then they also play Brazil so, um, and we were talking about Japan. In this World Cup, the tournament format after the group play is that every team still has more games. So, if you want the two teams advance from their group, go to another group with two teams from another group. So, Brazil and Greece were in the same group, and now they'll play the U.S. and Czech Republic. And then the two losers from those groups then join into another group. So, you'll have Japan and uh, Turkey go into a group with Montenegro and New Zealand. So on the seventh, Japan will play New Zealand, who they played against twice in international friendlies, and Rui was really good in those games. It'll be interesting to see him against the lesser talented teams again. And then Japan will play Montenegro on Monday, September 9th. Um, We're unsure how much Rui will play in those games as they don't really mean anything besides the final FIBA World Cup standings themselves. That's why they do it, because they like to rank 1 through 32, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm sure it has something to do with the international rank and for qualifying for the World Cup, but be, or for the Olympics, but because Japan is already in the Olympics, they're the host nation for 2020, these games don't mean anything for them after today. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with Rui. I'm sure the Wizards medical staff would like him to probably sit out a game. I think Rui would probably like to sit out a game. Uh, if it doesn't mean anything, he's gotten a lot of friendly and real experience in the past month. Um, but guys, so yesterday we posted some photos of, you know, BLIT in the gym, working out together back in DC. A lot of wizards are already back. We've got a lot of, you know, Ish training. Smith in the house. Ish Smith. Um, I was over there. It was cool to see. Um, I think especially that it, you know, hasn't been healthy for a few years. We've seen some off season videos of him as well. Um, it was good to see him. Uh, John Wall was there rehabbing. So um, I think you're going to start seeing guys funnel in, and we got what media day in less than a month. It's here. It's, so. it's, it's here. It is wild. Yeah. Like, I do not know where this summer went, man. It is crazy, but it's, it's, it's really good to see. I mean, it's awesome that, I mean, again, we don't know the full extent of, you know, where IT will be at the beginning of training camp and all these things, but it's certainly encouraging that he um, – he feels comfortable and he said earlier this summer that he's finally been able to like actually work on his game and not have to rehab all the time um it's really encouraging that he's getting out there um, playing some pickup doing some workouts with our guys and you know 
to see them all together is I think for every NBA team, once they get the guys back in the building, it's just exciting. And and obviously we have no idea how the season's going to go. There's so much left of there's so much work left. There's so much training camp left, and um, that that's things that are still left to learn. But seeing them back together, back in the building, it's it's really really exciting. And um, yeah, we'll just have to see how how things go. But we we are so close to media day we're so close to having guys in for green screens and all the prep stuff all the prep work that goes into the season it's 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 exciting we'll be celebrating the new year on uh on media day this year yep that's right falls on rosh hashanah new year uh 48 days i believe until opening night in dallas uh for the wizards um media day is now in 25 days i want to say holy cow and training camp then will start you know they'll either practice that night or the next day here in dc at uh the medstar performance wizards performance center did i get that right i think you did nice uh so a lot i mean we'll have plenty for you coming up we're gonna Um, have a lot to announce a lot of podcasts we'll start recording much more regularly oh yeah and once we get the players in here, I, I would look for some interviews almost every day coming in a few weeks. Can't wait. We do during green screens while they're waiting. Training camp really is one of my favorite times of the year. It's like, exciting. You can't. I mean, best shape of my life. Re- best shape of my life. Oh, yeah. Nothing can replace the optimism. I got to be honest. Season. I might be in the best shape of my life right now. I've got to be game. honest. There's a real chance that I am legitimately in the very worst shape <laughs> of my entire life right now. You're We've 33 going on 80. I mean, uh, I been on vacation for like the last 10 days and yeah, let me tell trip you to hawaii all right we don't disclose where we've been <laughs> you didn't say what island it's yeah. okay there are lots, I, uh, lots of choices i would not i would not way say that i worked out a lot i would say that i ate shaved ice every single day <laughs> fair enough do you do you eat shaved ice or do you yeah, yeah i guess you eat so, it. technically yeah, guess you, yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a delicious like flavored cream, yeah. snow cone no i've had it i'm just thinking of the right term because by the end you you're get slurping right you get it. a straw on a spoon yeah it's a little warmer in hawaii uh, anyway, was, we're it, going off tangents. It's still you I can it was, tell. I think it was warmer in D, it was warmer in okay. DC than it was in Hawaii. I mean, it's just like pleasant in Hawaii yeah. weather, where it's miserable in DC. Well, we're on August topics right now, guys. It's September, so we're going to turn the calendar. Uh, we'll talk to no you. No more vacation talk. It's season time. Yeah, I've got one more this weekend. Then I don't think I don't. I think all of us are here for the the for long the duration. Run. Yeah, and we're back. Uh, but yeah, we'll have some interviews coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, some community events this week as well. Shout out to IT and Jordan McRae uh, with Backpack. Troy Brown's uh, going to be at, be at SneakerCon. Yeah. Oh, and uh, John Wall, of course, did his Backpack giveaways uh, here and in Raleigh last month. So Great events um, as always. Yeah. The kids are back in school. Hopefully they're not listening to this in class. Uh, I, I kind of hope they are, to be honest. Yeah, I'll take any listeners with the AirPods in, <laughs> yeah. hiding it behind your hair. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we. If you're listening in class, let us know. Speaking of which, you can uh, always download this podcast on iTunes, but make sure to give us a five star rating. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, what's the other one? Where do uh, I put this up on? Are we Spotify? on Spotify? Spotify, yes, and SoundCloud. Obviously, that's where I put this podcast up. Wow. Well. We will talk to you soon, Wizards fans. Looking forward to this year, 48 days till the season opener.